Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of The Startup Diaries. Harrison here, producer and co-host of the show. This is just a quick PSA. We were so excited with the announcement that we had, we actually jumped the gun on episode 400. I know, I know, it's technically episode 397, but we were just so excited to share what we've got coming for you guys, we just couldn't help ourselves. So as you'll hear, because I come in with some big energy at the front of the show, uh, we thought it was 400. It wasn't. That's my fault, so I apologize, it won't happen again. So sit back and enjoy what we thought was episode 400. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 400 of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and to my left, Sam Wilcox. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction! <laughs> Keep going, H. Keep and going. to my right, with hopefully a more professional response, Adam Callow. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, spirits are high because uh, as you heard, it is episode 400 of the Startup Diary Podcast. If you are new here, this is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it takes to build a business. Uh, we run a small business called Expert Trades, and we make mistakes so you don't have to. Guys, four. I think you still have to a little bit. Hopefully not the same ones that we're making yeah, on that the show. Be, You'll still make loads of mistakes, Sam. We're not kidding people here. Good. <laughs> it sounds like we've been lying the whole time. <laughs> 400 shows. I'm, I'm, I'm best at, I want to point a question over to both of you. Uh, and we'll start with UH. Mm-hmm. Can you, 400 shows in. <laughs> My fingers have been worked to a nub. <laughs> Can you believe we got to 400 shows and when you first got involved with the show... Like, did you think this would last as long as it did? Or has? I say did as if it's finite, as if this is our show. As long as it has. What we, well, how, how long have we actually been doing it? Because obviously, like, it, it, our, show, our show is slightly different to others that are on a weekly basis, obviously. You mean other shows have been more consistent in their lifetime? No, I mean, most a lot of podcasts do one a week, right? Or maybe right. even less. Whereas mm-hmm. we do more than one. So obviously, we've got a lot of shows under our belt. It's not to say that we've done... It's not like so we've like just in, weeks. Yeah, yeah, we've not inflated the numbers. We've just done a lot more shows in less time. So I can't remember when we started this. Is it like two years ago? No, it's a little bit more. I'd probably say closer to three. How long have you been at Expert Trades? Three to four. Yeah, <laughs> I think like I think it's been so. about three years because now we average like three shows a week. We used to do three shows a week at one point. We went mm-hmm. down to one show a week. We went down to no shows a week. Uh, we took a hiatus. Many a time. Yep. Uh, we had that old war cry. We're back. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just, I, I, I think for me, it's like I didn't expect us doing it this long. And I was trying to you work thought the out. business would be burnt to the ground. I just <laughs> I thought I'd fuck All something those mistakes up. That exactly. we're, trying to, yeah. we're trying to help other people not make. Like I keep making mistakes for the show, but it's really not helping the business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think uh, I didn't. Th- I just going into this, I thought podcasting's cool. I didn't realize we'd still be doing it and doubling down on it. Um, there's probably a there's probably a question as to to why we've continued on the show because it is a lot of time. I think, I think it's one of them things where you've invested so much into something that sunk you just cost don't, fallacy, don't want to, you don't want to step away from it, you know? Nah, sunk, uh, no, uh, I, think it's, <laughs> I, I think it's probably, it's probably a nice sort of segue in terms of like what we're going to talk about in today's show, which is, I guess for me, I didn't realize how many relationships we build off the show. Um, I, th- I, I thought think it would just we- be me and you with socks on mics as pop filters yeah. when we got started. Uh, <laughs> true story. Um, I think because it's, it's not been 
the same since day one. Like the whole thing, admittedly, obviously we've had some rough patches and we've not been on and all that jazz, but there's been, it's never been day in, day out. We're doing the same show. Like there's nothing, like the subject matter's always changed. Everything's always been changing in the business. Um, like we've met people from the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, so everything continues to evolve. So even though we've done 400 episodes, it's not like it's 400 of the same thing day and, in day and out. it's not forced we've always had it as like a byproduct of what we're doing in the business anyway mm-hmm. Sam how long a have you lot, been a- well a lot of time as well just to chip in it sounds like it you know from the old episodes I used to listen to it, it was it seemed like it was very helpful for you to sit down and just talk shit out with H still, you know? still the same yeah. still right. the same yeah so it, it's, it's it's it adds a lot of value probably to the both of you mm-hmm. you know Listeners or no listeners, and I think one of the biggest bits of feedback we've we've had on the show, uh, hopefully is... the former. Rather than <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's sort of like, and there's been a number of shows um, that it kind of just felt like me and Harry were just having a chat, right? And people have always said those shows are the best because mm. Harry asked me the straight questions. We've been mates long enough that we don't bullshit each other. That it's it's sort of like business owner and colleague and best friends sit down and you can earwig in on the conversation of what it's really like inside a business. That's really what made this show special. Yeah. And I think that's what people gravitated towards, that that sort of fly on the wall of what's going on in a small business. Because you don't really get an opportunity to see that. Yeah. I think when, when we started the show, it was I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and it was always the the uh, rose-tinted glasses. It was always the, the success, the, success, the unicorns and, and stuff like that. How to... How to- Exit a billion dollar business, all this kind of stuff. Um, just just a little injection here as well, because um, we started looking recently at like the charts and stuff, didn't we? In yep. terms of the show and kind of where it appears in the podcast charts, and I think that's one of the main reasons why. Check out this humble brag here that the show has kind of been in the top ten all time entrepreneur charts for so long. For so long. Yep. Um, because people resonate with it in that way, you know, that, with that dynamic that you two have. That's that's why I used to listen to the show. Um, you say as if you don't listen to the show anymore, Sam. I do. I do still listen to the show, obviously, but um, but that's why that's what hooked me into listening to it on a regular basis. Yeah. As a business owner, as somebody that felt like I could relate with you two. Um, do you remember what episodes you came in at? No, I I wasn't I wasn't listening from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably around about two years ago, I would have thought. Just to put you on the spot, because yeah. there was no prep for this question. Which show, when I say what is the show that stands out the most? And I'm asking it to both of you. Let's take a trip down memory lane. I'm going to talk for a second just to buy time while I see puzzled <laughs> faces around the room. Sam. Sorry, what was the, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, you didn't finish that. <laughs> Which, when I ask you... What stands out the most? Yeah, which show stands out the most when you think about 400 episodes in for UH and then Sam, since you started listening? What's like the gut one that kind of... I guess, is there one? Or because are they just blending together and you just enjoy the process? Do you know what what actually stands out in my brain? And and I am disappointed with it because it's the easy one. It's like the, the, the software one that you did. Where oh, you like the 22 software, bits of tech that we... Tools. Which is annoying. That's annoying that that stands out in my brain because it... But it, it's proof that those kind of clickbaity titles and shows 
stick. sticking people's brains. But do you, yeah. th- do you think that's also because we've not we've not done that many of them that it's the only one you can think of? As in, if we had but yeah yeah two hundred exactly. shows of those things, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's quite yeah. it's quite easily sh- like shareable. I use mm. in air quotes in terms of like because you could just tell someone the nature of the show in one sentence. Right. It was this. It was also interesting to me as well, because when I was listening to that, I don't think we were friends at the time. That was before we'd met. And I was into software stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the tools I was like, what are they even using that for? You know? Well, well, (laughs) the the reason, I guess part of the reason why they're always interesting though, is because it's, it's somewhat opinion, opinion based, right? It's like, we use these things or we suggest these things. And even it's like some of the videos that I watch, I watch stuff, that is geared towards beginners, for example, in photography. Right. Just because it's always interesting, even though you know everything they're talking about, it's interesting to see what people consider like essential or the Mm -hmm. most important things to prioritize and things like that. So with software, if you're you're, like, you know, things that exist that I wouldn't even dream of. And um, so for you, I guess it was interesting to see how are they trying to solve problems that you make so easy. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like one of those things where it was like, what are they... It's it's interesting that they're using that to try and solve this problem. Or you it's know. probably the easiest thing for a listener to implement as well. Like, mm. oh, I didn't realize that did that. I can go do it now. As an interesting one. Yeah. H, how about you? For me, um, probably more personal, based on the business, was when we had the whole. I can't remember the exact details, but the, was it? Did the app go down, or did we have an issue with it? We was had the we transition had three, to three days of blackout. Yeah, in so th- uh, November two and a half years ago. But that's probably more, I remember. <laughs> that's that's probably more of a memory of the situation. We just happened to do a podcast about it, mm-hmm. but that was probably a standout point in time in the business. I guess it kind of comes back to the point earlier, which is did, like, did we? I think we did something slightly different as well. Didn't we go for a walk and talk about that? Can't remember. I think that's, walk and talk. I think hello new content. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. we did a. I'm sure we did a walk and talk where we just lab. We We've done a couple of things. On. Remember when we tried to do a podcast? Va- van talk. We tried to do van talk because we spent so much time in in the van together. We thought, how do we just optimize this time? Because we actually realized we have really interesting conversations on the way back from work when we're in Birmingham. Mm. On the way in, he was asleep. Uh, just full <laughs> stop. Um, we used to get into Birmingham real early uh, to avoid the traffic. But on the way back, we'd have really interesting conversations, like straight off the day, what had happened. Uh, and we're like, let's mic up and let's just mm-hmm. make these the shows because this is interesting. Like, mm. there's stuff here that we'll forget to talk about on the podcast when we sit down. Uh, and I think we didn't have the right equipment or the tag yeah, because we, it was just we, we te- horrible. We tested audio. it out, and obviously, when you're in a van on a motorway, well, a co- a, any vehicle gets loud at sort of 60, 70 miles an hour, and it was trying to get rid of the um, the, the noise. Mm-hmm. And we only we only tested it with like an iPhone and things like that. We could, if we had that commute now, we'd definitely have that. Yeah, set up hundred yeah, percent. There'd probably. be like GoPros in the corners. Yeah. It'd be like carpool karaoke or whatever that thing's called <laughs> with James Corden. I think some of the ones that kind of stuck out for me as well is when you, you guys are going through like some particular problems or growth problems. Let's say where you're trying to like hire new people and stuff like that. You know, there was a point where Alan, the past BDM, was on, and that got kind of stuff stood out to me as well because mm-hmm. um, it was just interesting to hear your take on it and I'm. Um, the way that you were thinking in bets almost in regards to uh, yeah. putting, uh, you know, taking those, de- making those decisions. Yeah. Uh, f- for me, uh, the one that stands out the most uh, was the one I did uh, about my dad. 
Yeah. Because it helped me more than it helped. It, it helped me more than it will help anyone just to jump in. Yep. And I think it was like 17 minutes on the mic. And the amount of, and I think that's what, that was a trigger for me as well. The amount of inbound messages that I had from the community within 24 hours of that show in live was just, like, on it, it was like, wow. Like we've built relationships with people that we don't even know. Because when we look at the stats, it's just like a number. Right. And it's like, oh, cool, the number's going up. And sometimes it's easy to forget that that number is a real person, potentially listen to the show, going through real problems, the same as what we've been through. Uh, and that was like a big learning curve for me. That was, uh, And I, I think it was, I kind of feel really comfortable speaking to this community. It's very uh, personal as well, mate. Yeah, yeah. and vulnerable as well. But yeah. it, it, again, it's like one of those things where it was like, that's one of the things that I get out of the show. It gives me an opportunity to... Vent's the wrong word. I don't know what the right word is, but... It's like cathartic, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. So, therapeutic and, you know, allows you to kind of... Process. Process things, yeah. Process. Absolutely. Uh, from, the, from the smallest of stuff uh, to what software do we use for this and talk about that through to the biggest life events and business events that can happen. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I guess we actually had a, an interesting conversation today on the live stream. And we spoke about personal brand. Yeah. I think one thing that I love about this show, and I didn't realize it when we started it, because it was, oh, we run this company with expert trades, and let's talk about expert trades, is regardless of what we do collectively in the future, uh, I'm always going to be an entrepreneur at heart. Wherever I deploy my efforts in the future, it has a home on this podcast. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because it doesn't, these guys don't care about expert trades. Yeah, this, this isn't the expert trades podcast. Exactly. You know, it's- uh, and for me, it's kind of well, what we spoke about in the live stream. It's... Uh, I thought the business was everything and uh, it sort of controlled me and compared to me controlling the business, Adam Callow, CEO of Expert Trades, compared to, oh, you're the guy that works for Expert Trades. Uh, it's kind of gave me insight to, oh shit, whatever I do in the future, it's me and I can communicate it out through, like this is a channel. Yeah, It was the first thing for me on personal brand as well uh, and building relationships. Sam. Yeah. We want to share some news. Yeah. Good transition. <laughs> um, so I suppose we've been thinking about how to actually take the community to the next level, right? And, mm -hmm. and what we want to be doing around that. It's something that we've been thinking about for a while and trying to get right. Um, so I got, well, I, I joined forces with you guys. How long has it been now? Like, I think it's like three months. Three months. That's crazy. Yeah. So about three months ago, and we were kind of getting together and talking about MBS as the podcast network that this podcast is on. And, the, and mm -hmm. we've got other podcasts on the network as well, like Dad Knows Best. And we had startup stories, but we kind of pushed that into this mm -hmm. as well. And we've got five been, by five on the way. Five by five is on the way. Yeah. No sniggering, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Just got to get off the starting block. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what, what we've been just trying to think about how we can help the community more right and provide more value to the community um i think we're kind of naturally in like a growth mindset across the businesses that we run and by bringing you in it kind of made me and harry speak and go is this going to be a podcast i think we actually we dropped a show was like like are we going to scale this or fucking stop it was the conversation i had with harry it's like yeah. what is the thing we're going to come in and just do a podcast once a week and don't get me wrong there's all the benefits of doing that but like what does this become and it was kind of like, okay, Sam's coming on board. Where is this going? And then we started to look at all the different things and opportunities that MBS and the Startup Diary specifically has provided for us. It was like, okay, then how do we go deeper on one of those? And we've kind of had loads of ideas, haven't we? Yeah. Like every Tuesday more, we spend like <laughs> Tuesdays together. Um, 
admittedly the the work we're doing on expert trades seems to be taking over more and more on those classic. days classic um but do you want to i, I just want to just chat about like all the stuff we've been thinking about so it might make an interesting conversation in terms of the thought process over the last three months yeah so first off I guess I've said this word too many times, but we wanted to focus on the community, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we actually really enjoy. That's what's brought me here with, with you guys. A lot of the, you know, how many cool things have we done with people that are part of the, the startup diary? We did community? our first meetup at like Gymshark HQ. I yeah. mean, how cool was that? Mm-hmm. Like it was an experience and a I half. I didn't go to that one. I'm pretty and, good. Uh, it was cool, you man. missed out. It yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh, Richard Chappell, wherever you are in the world, mate. Um, we appreciate you hooking that up. Um, but we just met some people and like people travel all over the country. We've done meetups. Uh, we're doing live streams. Like we've had a lot of meaningful conversations and, and relationships built uh, with community members. Um, and then I guess to your point is we wanted to work out how we bring more value to those listeners of the community. Right. Right. So we, we went through a few different iterations, didn't we? And this kind of came up as an idea after we'd been out uh, we'd been shooting with members of the community, yep. like pigeon shooting, uh, you know, um, with John Hood and Jamie Fisher and shout out to all the guys. So on the way back, we were in a petrol station and I came to you with an idea and I said, look, I want to be able to bring people together in a way for like a, bring together the business owners that are in the community for a day out. Mm-hmm in you know a nice hotel somewhere we get everything catered for and we do kind of like a hot seat session and we meet up once every two months and we go down this route now that is still something that we want to do in the future that idea is still there um but before you move on to the but yeah. what triggered out curiosity i don't even think i asked you this like what triggered that initial thought I just massively enjoy being around like-minded people like you guys and the other guys from the community. Like, it's weird how we all kind of click when we get together. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to be just on the, the same vibe. And I and, and part of my um, life goals, I suppose, and personal goals is to just meet more people like us and hang around with more people like us because it's, everybody's so positive. And I've, I seem to find that everybody that we kind of hang around with in the group and stuff seems to be very open and honest about things. And yep. that's very important to me. I want to surround myself with more people like that. Um, and I just thought, wouldn't it be cool? And also like a nice thing to just get out of the business for a day, talk about the problems that we've got in the business and kind of get around a group of like-minded people that can do the same. Because the vibe that we had when, when I, the first meetup that I came to, the Startup Diary meetup, which was the second one that you guys did, after the one after the Gymshark one. Yep. There was just something about being in the room that day. Everybody was very vulnerable, open and honest. And it, it we all just kind of clicked, didn't we? Yeah. It was weird. It was kind of weird how much we all clicked. It was weird day. how quick we all clicked. Yeah. Yeah. In but, terms and of- I just wanted, I, and what I was like, I want more of that, but I want it to be in a more formalized way, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I, I love the startup diary informal stuff, but for me, I was trying to tie it back to, to, to the business and um, I wanted to put more formality around it. Not suck the fun out of it, but just put a bit more formality around it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where our ideas around bringing the community together and providing more value started from mm-hmm. i think um and that kind of morphed a little bit didn't it over the course of the last couple of months yeah well i i think the next iteration of that was we we jumped on a couple of calls and we're like okay so 
if we wanted to get 10 people in a room, yeah. it will really make sense if those 10 people had different skills. Right. Uh, because what we don't want is 10 Sam Wilcoxes in a room. Like just You keep m- saying that. It's starting <laughs> I, to hurt my feelings. It's his really- go-to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I really mean it. No, I'm <laughs> um, but with your skill set, I don't need someone else telling me about yeah, Zapier or yeah, marketing yeah. automation and all the stuff where I'm don't want spending a big 10 hours chamber. when you can do it in 30 like, seconds sort yeah, of thing, yeah. which is it's, what I... So I suppose it's almost like, you, you know, you want different people with different skill sets to act like a board it, to a degree. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I kind of wanted a board because historically my board hasn't done that much value. <laughs> historically. And I'm not, this isn't a board punching com- uh, conversation because things are going well right now. But it was like, how do we get these different skill sets around a table? So we then, well, in order to do that, we kind of need to curate a group of people from the community. Um, so then we started to think about not specific people, but like what skills and stuff were needed. And we're like, well, HR, like a salesperson, a marketing person, an ops person, and like different experiences. Um, and then that kind of went on for a bit, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of went on. It, I'll put my hands up. It was on me to kind of finalize some of those things and, you know, shit got busy and it didn't happen. And then the coronavirus hit. Yeah. So then that idea just kind of went straight out mm-hmm. the window. Um, and... So, so this was all happening before I'd even joined the NBS team. Yeah. Um, but then we kind of took that idea when I did join the NBS team, which was during the coronavirus thing. Let me just say, having those conversations with you triggered me to have conversations with him when we were like, we want to do more with NBS. Like, what what does that look like? What do we need to do? And we were like, well, we need we probably need someone with a different skill set to us as part of the mix. Right. So because of that conversation, this conversation mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Uh, and then... This happened. Right, right. For those well, listeners, it, it, I think, it, what on earth are you talking about? I'm pointing at people as it, I'm saying it, it all It put this. you on the radar though, right? Because like we say, we had that conversation of like, where are we going to go with this? Well, we've got these limiting factors. We're going to need someone else. We can't make more time. Mm-hmm. We, we're missing a certain skill set. We need someone. And it was like, oh, Sam mentioned, and he's got this skill set. So why don't we just ask him? Yeah, yeah. So then we all kind of got together and started pushing the MBS thing forward and mm-hmm. t- trying to figure out what that looks like, didn't we? Yep. Um, and we were still just like really... So the podcast is the podcast and we reformed the podcast a little bit. Yep. And I'm really happy with like the format mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So, selfishly, I'm getting... I'm trying to improve my interview style. I'm getting an opportunity to meet a couple of really interesting guests every single week consistently. Um, it seems to be getting good feedback from listeners as well, though, like the... Because we've got the staple show on the Monday, and we've we've actually got not actually we we get really interesting and very different people on yep. throughout the week, and we have six hundred seconds, which is also just a nice little twist. So I think we've got a good feed of shows right now. Yeah, we've got some Episodes. great guests coming up as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're booked out until like what August? Then I think it's September. No, I think it's nearly in September now. I'm interviewing uh, a woman that has raised two million dollars. Uh, and recently left being uh, an Apache helicopter pilot to start a startup today. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's just awesome, isn't it? Fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think the, the kind of refocus on the format and the structure in terms of the three shows per week seems to be working really well. Closed our first ad sponsor with Knowable. Yeah. And we wouldn't have had that. Because we've added more structure to the show, we've added time to actually build processes around the show. Uh, and, and I guess it kind of... For the audience that listens, they get a show in their feed, which is awesome. We don't, we don't want it to be frictionless for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but in order to like get the guests on the show, to then uh, publish the show, and then tell the guests is on the show, and then get social media posts created to promote the show, there's a lot of like stuff that me and Harry couldn't have done, and you've mm. just come in and processed that out. A lot of it is 
I wouldn't say it's all automated, but there's a lot of automation going on, uh, yeah. which which saves the time. So I think the show is, I'm really happy with it right now. I think yeah. it's something that we, we kind of settled on that formula, I'd probably say. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I think the consistency is good. And we've seen from like, so I suppose to be transparent with the listeners, you know, what are the key metrics that we're looking out for? It's like listener growth, Mm -hmm. um, which we get through, you know, pretty mediocre metrics. Let's be honest about it. I can't believe still how bad podcasting metrics are the data tends to be locked into specific platforms right so you might be able to know for example spotify numbers but Mm -hmm. there's no way you could you don't get the same level of information from everywhere that it might be so you just having to like mash together numbers and just make assumptions yeah So. so it's really difficult you can kind of just the only thing that you can kind of keep track on is the trend line yeah really you don't really know exactly how many people are listening from from week to week. It's kind of keeping an eye on the trend line. And the trend line's going in the right direction, so we're happy about that. And then we kind of got into thinking about, well, how do we grow the listenership of the show? Mm-hmm. Now that we've kind of processed and we kind of refocused the show and we've got this new structure around it, um, how do we how do we grow the listenership? I think you kind of jumped a step though, because we kind okay. of said like, how do we grow? Because we were actually looking at the Facebook group at one point. It's like, oh, how do we grow our community? Because we're getting so much value from the community element of the podcast. Yeah. And it was like, well, how do we grow the community? And it was like, well, to grow the community, they only know about the community through the show. Right. So it was like, well, how do we get more people listening to the show so they're aware of the cool people within the community? Yeah. And we tried to do like even Spotify ads. Like mm-hmm. we've ran some Spotify ads, and. They're cool. We got them working eventually. eventually <laughs> they we? finally took our money. That was a nightmare, yeah, to be honest. It was hard work to get them to take money from us. But I think it just proved just how difficult it is to actually grow a podcast audience. Mm-hmm. Like distribution and what's the word I'm looking for? F- By the way, just to kind of chip in there, <laughs> Spotify ads, not great to grow a podcast, but probably great for other things. Agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. It's like it's the subject matter, should, right? You know, we should maybe think about that for tool talk stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Potentially. Uh, agree. Well, yeah, I think there's. I'm making assumptions here. I don't think that many trades listen to podcasts, but we can we can take this off the mics on an expert <laughs> trades. Topic. But <laughs> Sorry, agree. Guys, it it, might, it, it might be worth. You can probably actually uh, correlate it back a lot easier with the landing page. Right. Like Tooltalk.com forward slash listen, and then we we just test how much right. that is. Well, what we learn on that from an analytics perspective is. Because obviously we've got ads on the show today and what we do with that money is we redeploy it into the show. Uh, example, we just bought new equipment. We're mm-hmm. looking at new podcast arms. All this costs money. So right. like, okay, if we can actually take the ad revenue, deploy it into ads. To try and grow to the To try and grow the audience. Yeah. What we, we very quickly realized that even with the basic analytics that we got um, is it doesn't pay for itself. It, it, yeah. it would, I think it, we worked out it'd probably take something like 250 episodes of ads so someone to listen to 250 episodes to pay for that the user. acquisition cost. So it's a real, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a real like lo- long uh, turnaround on your But money. it's a chicken and egg situation because, um, you know, we've got, you know, tens of thousands of people that listen to the show. Let's mm-hmm. just put that as, as a, you know, guideline of numbers. Tens of thousands of people that listen to the show every month. If that number were to be bigger then the the cost per acquisition of a new user would be less, I think. If that number were to be bigger... So I'm saying, like, the more, think... pe- the more people that the... Oh, no, I'm actually wrong with that, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Ignore me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let uh, me just cut that but, from... But, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 but, yeah, no, but, but, that, but that's the point, is 
that you, you just made the exact point is regardless of the size of the community yeah is if we're only monetizing the community through ad revenue it doesn't make a, a meaningful impact to our level of ambition for the network like we'd have to spend money to acquire a listener wait 250 episodes to then make a profit on that listener to then redeploy that capital into the network and that, that means we'll be doing this for nine years uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we can afford to buy a new microphone. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just doesn't work out. So then it was like, yeah. okay, so if, if that's not a scalable way and the root thing that we were trying to say is how do we connect more of our community, we then started to throw other ideas at the table and we're like, okay, we've tested that, we've hit a dead end. Yeah. Yes, we'll have ad, yes, we'll have ad revenue but it doesn't make a, a huge impact to what we're trying to achieve with the show. So then we kind of came up with the idea of like a mastermind, which was like, we're not gonna be able to meet in person. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, because of the COVID thing. So it's like looping it back around to the earlier idea of you know, getting a load of people in a room. Um, we were gonna charge for the day, but it would include all of the, you know, all the fancies and stuff, mm -hmm. but we obviously couldn't do that. So then we were trying to like shoehorn that idea into an online version really, mm -hmm. weren't we? And we got so close to like yeah. launching it. We we even put like a couple of videos in the in the business owners group saying, "Hey, this is thinking about soon. this." Oh, we, no, then we shot like a full video, which was detail of exactly what it will include, when it's going live, everything. Yeah. And it yeah. was, to be honest, I think it's one of the best videos pace-wise <laughs> I've ever delivered. Like yeah. it's better than it's, all. He's the, it's the proud, he's the proudest he's been over a piece of content that no one's ever going to see. Ever, <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Something just didn't feel right about it though. I agree. Did it? Yeah. We it's, didn't, we, we couldn't pull the trigger. Uh, I guess, I don't even think now we know the exact reason why, but the simple reason of we don't feel a hundred percent happy and comfortable with it. We went, mm, let's just scrap this yeah. and just move on. We'd, we'd, we didn't pull the trigger on it and we kept talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of the things that I think we've learned about kind of working together in the last few months is that if if we're talking about things multiple times, there's an issue, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're just the type of people to just get it done. and just get, get shit done. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if it's not happening and we kind of like keep circling around the conversation, it's like... What's going on here? You yeah, know, yeah. There's something that is, hesitate, is hesitation. I thought you were going to say something, Harry, but <laughs> Sorry, no, I, had I heard a snigger mind. and then you just rubbed your eye. Um, I, was, I wasn't sure if you were going to use your uh, staple statement for things. Whether if, if it's working or not working, he needs to know and he wants to take it around the back. And, take uh, it around the back and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I was trying to hold back a laugh because we were talking about like, what well, we just get shit done and move on. And I'm like, well, that's not happened with the ads today on Tool Talk. <laughs> I can promise you that. <laughs> Fucking Harry. Um, so there, I guess that kind of takes us to like where the conversation got to probably like three weeks ago now, which was, okay, let's just recap. What do we want to do? Connect the community in a more meaningful way. Right. Can't do that in person, COVID. That will probably still come back and be something we look at in the future. Yeah, absolutely. The stage on from that was sort of like digital masterminds, meeting a couple of times a month, closed communities and cohorts of people. Interesting, 100% interesting, but just didn't gel with us. Yeah. So we scrapped that idea, took it behind the shed and shot it, to use what I like to say. Um, and then we kind of said, okay, let's just dial this back into its simplest version of what we're trying to achieve. Uh, and we kind of came across an idea that uh, we're all really happy and sort of excited to be launching to the community. Yeah. And I guess before we get into that, because you've got some notes, and I'm going to lean on you for that in terms of sure. what it is. 
if you're listening to this right now, nothing changes for mm. you unless you want it to change for you specifically. So you're still going to get the shows as always. We're basically just launching uh, something called The Network, which allows you to support the show and get more of the stuff that we create if you want it. Do you want to give us an idea of like what it is, Sam? Yeah. So like you said, if you if you enjoy what we do and you want to support us and you want to just get more stuff from us because we love producing the content don't we like it's great we like doing the live streams we like doing the new book club that we've started Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff um and yeah we want to be able to do more of that and connect the community as well and bring more of the community together rather than it just being us three Mm -hmm. sat around or you two you know um, so we decided to launch the network and we were kind of going a little bit of back and forth with the Patreon thing, weren't we, mm-hmm. H? Yeah. Um, the Patreon model um, where, you know, you, you pay a couple of pounds a month and then you get like a couple of, I suppose, from a, from the Patreon model, it was kind of like, well, you don't actually get that much different really, do you? There's... There's no tried and tested method for that that obviously people can... Like, I've seen people say, oh support me and buy me a coffee once a month. And right, it's like, right. okay, well, why, why would... I, I understand the support aspect, but you can't just expect someone to just want to buy you a coffee for the sake of it, right? Yeah, so like, well, we the, also want to provide... We want to, we want to do more, don't we? we want exactly. To more value. People, but so like when through the Patreon model, normally you, 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 if you... If you support us, we then treat you with extra content that you can't get anywhere else. Like exclusivity, exclusiveness on content and bonus stuff is normally what how people like to work it so we so it is the patreon model then no i, th- I think largely on the Patreon model from what i've seen um is it's largely just around more of the same stuff so like patreon the podcast get an exclusive podcast episode that yeah, is like, only a, for you. like a fifth episode in a month whereas example. what we wanted to from the conversation we had it was like we don't just want to do more podcasts because there's other ways for us to interact with the community in a more meaningful way right it's like the next level of podcast listener uh so i guess we came up with the network which i'm really happy with the name because that's what we were originally gonna, we, we looped around <laughs> on this a number of times yeah what is the network sam so the network is an active, which is key, right? Mm-hmm. We want to bring together an active community of, of small business owners and um, aspiring small business owners as yep. well and connect them. Um, so we kind of do that a little bit in the business owners group already on Facebook, but we want to formalize it a little bit more. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was um, create an environment where people can get access to us on a daily basis um, they can get access to the extra content that we're going to be putting out, like the weekly live shows, the monthly book club. Um, we want to be able to do membership panel disc- uh, discussions as well. Mm-hmm. So once a month, we'll be doing a live uh, members panel where we'll talk about a specific topic and get some people involved from the, from the, from the network mm-hmm. uh, on there to talk about them. And this is all going to be contained within a private Slack channel. So... Um, that's it, basically. It's just a place and a community where we are going to uh, connect the, those like-minded people, provide that extra content, and house it within a community that is monitored on a daily basis and updated um, on, on a regular basis as well. I think one of the key things for me is the extension of moving it into Slack and off Facebook. I live in Slack on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. I go in. I go into Facebook largely on work mode and 
too many notifications, too much noise. Yeah. Um, so for me, Slack is like kind of like my WhatsApp. Like it gets a reply and it gets a notification. I think so the it, problem with Facebook is everybody's in, t- we talked about this a little bit, didn't we? Everybody's mm. in too many Facebook groups now and it's overwhelming. Like we, I'm sure, well, not everybody will know, but you know, around about this time last year, Facebook put a big emphasis on changing the way that their algorithm works so that it, so that the feed is mainly now group, group conversations. conversations. Yeah. Because they want to emphasize the one-to-one community aspect of Facebook rather than just being a feed full of ads and people's nans talking nonsense, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, they focus on the community aspect. The problem with that is now it's so many messages and questions from lots of different communities. If, you, if you're a member of a lot of Facebook groups, which over time... I have become, you know, yeah. it started off yeah, small and then yeah. it's like, you, you never purge yourself of groups either. Half yeah, the time. Exactly. There's just random groups one day that will appear. But, but uh, as a business, we, we manage groups for other people. So when I go there, I'm there for a very deliberate task. Mm-hmm. I'm there to make sure that the communities we run on behalf of the brands we work with are being run and they're engaged. I don't go in there to do the deep, meaningful connections with the people that I actually probably care most about. It's right. just very transactional for me right now. It's work mode for me. I, I like Slack for a number of different reasons. Uh, one, I guess, is just the the compartmentalization. Don't know why I'm using that word. Do you know like we can have different channels? So we right. can have like a sales channel, a marketing channel. Like we can have areas to host different conversations. Yeah. Compared to just one noisy one feed. Yeah, and it gets a lot stuff. of stuff gets lost as well yeah. in, in in groups. So we're really pumped about it. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a way for us to. Um, put out more content and connect the community together in a more meaningful way, I yep. think, rather than it just being an ad hoc, jump in this Facebook group every now and then. Um, obviously, there's going to be a very small cost to it, but it's only going to be five pounds a month. So we didn't want it to be anything where it's going to... One of the things that we that, that we had an issue with, I think, that kind of came into us not running with the older mastermind idea that we had is that we, we couldn't settle on a price for mm-hmm. it because we were going to give up a lot more of our time. We were going to do bi-weekly mastermind calls and hot seat sessions and we just couldn't figure out what price was reasonable for people and um and for us as well right but i think i think we could agree what price we thought we needed to charge but the price we needed to charge to make it a commitment from the the community member as well as enough for us to take the amount of time that we need to do to support it it's not just about those meetings it's the management and admin of the meetings in between It just didn't sit right with us, it did it? It was right kind of like, no, we need yeah. we need a different option. So yeah, so we're going to be launching the network now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go and join it now if you would like to. We would love to have you guys join. Um, it's a way for, it, like we said, it's a way for you to support us doing what we're doing yep. and get extra content and be a more valued member of a community of like-minded people. Take it from me, like I'm sat here on this podcast right now like the amount of value that I've got from being a, being a member of a community and listening to this podcast is immense, right? Um, so I'm living, breathing proof um, that by getting involved in the community and sharing your experiences and, and your skills and expertise that, you know, you, you can make the, the connections that, that you want to and surround yourself with people that you want to. Right? Yeah, I love, I love that. I, and what we appreciate as well, like the amount of support you gave us pre you getting involved and, and post, uh, yeah. 
we probably don't say it enough, but we appreciate it. That's the only time I'm ever going to say it. You can just fucking play this, <laughs> play this back. You can just play this back. Can you click back for me. Yeah. Um, 40 minutes. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> we're in for 40 minutes. Wow. Um, but it's that little micro commitment, £5 a month, shows your support. And even little things like if you just pay £5 a month, you're probably going to be more involved. And we want people right. that are yeah, involved. Yeah. Like what we don't want to do is just have a community of 1,500, 2,000 people um, in a Facebook group, yeah, not interested in having a lurkers. massive group of people that aren't aren't being aren't getting involved. Yeah. So if only, please only join the network if you want to get involved in the conversation. Mm-hmm. If you don't and you just want to listen to the podcast and continue life as it is, by all means, please continue. We love having you as a listener. Um, but yeah, we would love to have anybody that wants to get involved in the community and um, share their knowledge, expertise, and, and and learn and grow together to join. So to do that call to action coming in here <laughs> is uh, you can go to nbs.fm, which is the NBS website. So nbs.fm forward slash network. If you go to that page, you can sign up. And then when you do, you'll get access to the Slack group. We would love to see you in there. And um, yeah, you'll get to join us for the, for the weekly live sessions. So unfortunately, guys, we're going to stop doing that in the group now, in the Facebook group. Those weekly live sessions are actually going to move into the network. Um, along with the book club, we'll still do July's book club in in the in the Facebook group because we committed to that. But moving forward, that's going to move into the network as well. And we are currently organising the first members panel discussion because we've already got a membership of around I think there's like ten fifteen people that are jumping in to to get us kicked off. Yeah, um, of really active community members from the Facebook group. So to to those guys who are listening, we thank you. So they have it, guys. Like. I am super excited to get you involved. If you listen to this right now and you think, actually, I do enjoy this show, uh, whether you've listened to the last 10 episodes or the last 200, if it does sound like something you're interested in, mbs.fm forward slash network H. As a private note, I just want to say thank you for putting up with me for, I think, 382 shows. I mean, and that's that not effect. even taking into consideration the shows that never got aired. That never, well, that's, uh, that never well, got you know, 450. Technically, this is 600. <laughs> some people have said, like, some of the best shows are when I've come on, like, the podcast just... I've got a, like a chip on my shoulder about something. If you think that's a chip on your shoulder, you should listen to the ones that we've never really, maybe <laughs> just maybe we'll dig some stuff out the archives oh, of stuff that uh, we, we thought that no, we can't release that. It's too private. Maybe we'll drop some of that into the network in the future. Uh, H I just want to say a huge thank you, mate. Uh, you provide like a proper sounding board for me every single week. Um, I, I, this P- punching bag sounding board you know? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a big statement but I really mean it I don't think the business will be where it is today if I didn't have that sounding board so I just want to say thank you probably on the mics I really appreciate, oh, I appreciate it that. I appreciate you really do and I appreciate you there's a love in the room right now I'm feeling it guys <laughs> alright guys let's get off the mics guys thank you so much for being a listener of this podcast for 400 uh, episodes 400 wow. episodes um, and don't forget if this is the first time you've listened to the show I actually don't want you to go and hit that um, nbs.fm forward slash network straight away. Go and listen to three or four shows and just get a vibe for who we are and what we're about. So if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Uh, from myself, from Harry and from Sam, for those of you that have been around for a while in the community, we just want to say a huge thank you for the opportunity that you've created for us to meet like-minded people. And we're super excited to see what the next 400 episodes hold. Speak to you soon.